0: Especially with the fact that I want to elevate myself above the brand and I'm not even putting pictures of myself in there. So it's like this annoying thing, isn't it, that I know what I'm meant
1: to do and I don't do it. Well, hello there. Welcome to Brand Therapy. I am Phil.
2: And I'm Lauren.
1: We are Brand Strategists. And we have this podcast where we have all kinds of guests that give... Wait, they don't give us advice. We give them advice.
2: They give us honesty. They
1: give us honesty... And it's just you know we spend our days having conversations. Today is actually an interview with someone who is based in the UK, a client of ours in the past.
2: Yeah, have we had a client, a past client, as a guest before?
1: I don't think so, off the top of my head.
2: Yeah, I don't think so either. This is a first for us. It's a first because we get to circle
1: back on some of the things we talked about a few years ago, and and Lee. Has certainly developed and evolved his brand from the moment of when we branded it. So we talk about some of those things that he can do now to complement that evolution and really hit home who he is, what his companies are, and why people should care.
2: Yeah, what I like about this is that we actually weren't giving him there. There are no like changes to the content or anything that he's producing. You know, it's more just kind of like let's make these look related.
1: Absolutely. I think this is a discussion that people will enjoy. Let's get to it now, our conversation with Lee. All right, so
0: my name is Lee Jackson. I'm, uh, I guess, addicted to starting things. And I run a couple of businesses. First one is a business building WordPress sites for design agencies. So they love designing and we love coding because we're super geeks. So we get to do that for them, and they get to do the design that they so love. We also then have Event Engine, which is a essentially a website platform for event and exhibitor event organizers and exhibitor based conferences slash expos slash anything of that sort of size and ilk. And they can do things like registration and tell people what's going on and all sorts of really good and funky stuff. And we work with some amazing companies all around the world, which is awesome. I think we've had about a thousand websites or more so far with that platform as well. I've then got a whole load of other things like podcasts uh, that I run, a YouTube channel where I like to educate both event organizers in marketing and I also like to educate uh, agency owners, that's design agency owners, um, in how to run a better agency and really to find that work-life integration. So to stop stressing out as much. And the reason why I'm good at teaching people that is because I'm always stressed out.
1: (laughs) You're a busy guy.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I'm basically telling people what not to do. Do not model me. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) So what are some of your challenges, Lee? You've got a lot on the go and a lot of goals and a lot of things that you're building. What is on your mind right now?
0: The biggest thing that's on my mind right now um, Phil, is that um, there is me, Lee Jackson, and I'm actually accidentally becoming more known than the brands that I have around me. And I have several brands. And you know, I have the YouTube channel. I've got uh, three podcasts on the go. I've got Angled Crown, the, the WordPress business. I've got Event Engine. And I don't want to be managing multiple social profiles and multiple presences, et cetera. So I've kind of recognized I kind of need to elevate myself above that brand. So that's on my mind a lot at the moment, you know, how, how am I going to do that? But also, how can I kind of make everything I have around me uh, relatable to, uh, to me? Because at the moment, quite a lot of the brands are very dissimilar. They don't look anything like each other. Like, a, I love pink, but one of my companies is all entirely yellow and dark blue, which is totally not me.
2: Do you have individual social media profiles for all these entities, too?
0: I was going to, and then decided not to, and I've been doing all of that through me. So at the moment, people are getting quite a lot okay. of mixed content coming out of my social profile. We do have for one of the businesses like a business-based profile, but again, people don't. Well, I've, unless you're Coca-Cola, I'm kind of thinking that people don't really connect with you know pretty logo. They more connect with people, and I've had more success inside of Angle Crown and Agency Trailblazer by putting myself out there as Lee Jackson and people resonate with me rather than uh, the logos necessarily. I mean, they love the brand that we have um, and it's very recognizable, but it seems to have become synonymous with me and my face rather than those entities in their own right. So that's kind of where I'm at and trying to work out how to marry everything around my beautiful mush.
1: (laughs) Interesting, but actually none of that surprises me because particularly knowing you, your personality, what I would argue, what fuels the businesses and the decision, you know, from someone working to you to listening to your podcast, there's a certain level of trust. And there's a certain amount of Lee Jackson that is a big part of that decision to engage. And so I think that a lot of this makes kind of, it makes sense.
2: Yeah, it does. I'm I'm, Wondering, I know how hard it is when you've got a project going to like pivot visually. Is there any flexibility to visually change some of the colors, at least some of the colors and the typesets of those other projects that you have going on so it's more similar to the recognizable angled crown?
0: Absolutely. One thing we were. Considering was introducing the beautiful pink magenta that we have all over Angle Crown because it will actually complement pretty much all of the other businesses. We've actually started pushing Event Engine towards the same similar pinks and a very similar font style so that it at least starts to look similar. But for the Agency Trailblazer, I haven't yet had the uh, I had the time to just start to work out how to try and implement that. I think pink really defines me and I think that's one thing that we're, mm. we're looking at kind of just putting through I mean, I'm sat. I'm sat in an office surrounded by pink. <laughs> so you know, it's, it's like, come on, <laughs> what am I? What was I doing, creating some random brand <laughs> that didn't really
2: represent? <laughs> it's so funny. I know. I remember you saying, showing us once that you had like a pink pen and pink stationery, <laughs> and like constantly surrounded. Well, there's also like a lot of times. It's it's easy and it's safe to fall back on the main color. But you've also got a lot of other bright colors that you can pull from from your brand, like the yellow. And I believe there was a turquoisey blue, if I'm remembering correctly. But see, it's funny because to me, it makes sense that all of these different projects are going through your account and your brand. Because like Phil mentioned, you are the heart of all those projects. And I feel like it's more of a like, This isn't really an organizational issue, but maybe more of a visual issue so that there feels like there's some consistency between everything that's going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's almost like you want to just lay out all of the projects on a table and figure out how do they have a unique identity within a system that works together in unison. It's kind of, let's explore just for a few seconds, this idea of sub-branding. This comes up a lot on Uh, client calls, but I'm not really sure we've talked a lot about on the podcast. How perfect. But basically, this idea of figuring out what is the brand at the highest level and what stems from that. What are those unique opportunities to brand? What makes this entity interesting in a few different ways? And we're going to talk about you, Lee, because I think that how your business has developed even since in full disclosure we branded you a few years ago you know things have evolved and so now it's a matter of taking inventory of that evolution and understanding how that brand identity system works for you and helps you instead of hinders you in terms of having clarity on all of this when when we're sub-branding we're looking at things like what are the different verticals of your business right? So what are the ways in which people can engage with you? We're looking at the actual services you offer. So sometimes we can actually brand, you know, here are the different ways in which or the different programs, the different ways in which people can work with you. What are some other examples of sub-brands? I mean, I have I have little branded icons for all the cities in which I speak and, and spend time working. And that becomes a you know point of conversation.
2: Yeah, I, I usually think of sub-brands as like, all the different ways that someone could like connect or engage with you. So for Phil, like those travel icons are important because those represent like in-person meetings. For you having all of your podcasts being considered sub-brands makes sense because even though they're with different entities, they're still coming from you. So I feel like maybe it seems like there's a lot of uh, segmenting right now in your life. Like a lot of things are like being grouped into little buckets yeah. and it might be worth like considering them all as like one whole entity under a, an umbrella and they're all equal sub brands within angled crown possibly.
0: I see what you mean. So uh, I kind of differentiate it. So the system would be something like iconography, repeated colors or structures like, you know, you've got similar fonts or the same font, et cetera. But, kind of deciding what the overarching look and feel is and then kind of filtering that down through so there is some sort of repetition. It's recognizable that uh, although that is Event Engine and over there is Agency Trailblazer next to each other, there's similarity. You can tell they're connected. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, that's what I think. For example, I'm looking at the Angled Crown site right now and in your nav you have blog, podcast, vlog, and contact, which is beautiful and, and simple and it looks fantastic. There's really no reason why you couldn't have podcasts mm-hmm. and have all of your podcasts written down there, yeah. and really clearly demonstrate the purpose behind each one of those podcasts. Because you're definitely not you're not duplicating projects. That's for sure. You've got a real diverse range of everything that you're working on. So <laughs> I've there's even got really all no. Do comp- I don't. That's so random. <laughs> oh my yeah. So but there's there's but. See, the thing is, is that you've got a Disney appreciation podcast, which is delightful. But <laughs> if you were presenting it in the angled crown context, it could be like we're paying homage to like our greatest source of inspiration. And so we developed yeah. a Disney podcast like like it doesn't it doesn't have to be in its own corner, yeah. basically. I
0: like that. And that's exactly what we are doing. You know, Disney is exactly... Uh, well, Disney himself um, it, it is my inspiration for everything that we do. You know, so yeah, I didn't even think of it like that. I had just thought, oh, I'm going to start a podcast about something I love, and it just became this separate entity. Although I did manage to fit pink into it, so you'll be pleased to know that.
2: Good, Phil. What do you think? Like, is uh, this does this feel right?
1: Yeah. Here's what excites me about this kind of development, and and what we're talking about here is we're all right now on angledcrown.com, which is Lee's agency website. I just love how this website looks. What I don't like is when I click podcast, it takes me away from this magical land. I don't (laughs) want to leave this magical land. I want to stay. Uh, So I think that's a really good idea. Let's keep people here. Let's explore kind of what will keep people coming back. mm -hmm. And honestly, Lee, I think Photography is also something we need to explore in 2018. We need some staged, fun photos of you to sprinkle into this mix. Right now, we've got these beautiful colors and branding, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Uh But I even love, I even love, Lee, how you've explored photos in a context of your classic mark your a you've got the lego blocks you've got um glitter you've got like the robot like i want you to source these as props and i want to see photos of you and your team with these things in a really cool studio where we could even change out the background colors and such like that's the next evolution of this is photography. Yeah.
2: Definitely. And and those uh, photos that Phil just referenced, what I love about them is that they're all related to like child's play and imagination. And so I kind of see angledcrown.com as like this playful destination you go to where you've got different worlds just like in Disneyland and they're all just stemming from the brain of Lee. And maybe your projects like aren't related, but that's okay because anything imaginative goes in this in this world. No
0: worries. That sounds pretty awesome, doesn't it? The magical land. I like the idea of that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I used, I I, I know how to speak your language. Yeah. You you
0: spoke (laughs) it. I'm there. I'm already there. (laughs) I've got the fireworks and the music going on in my head.
2: (laughs) So for your, uh, the one project that you'd mentioned with, I think it was like event, event sites. Yes. Could you talk a little bit about how that works so we could see if we can find a way to fit it within this like ecosystem? Well, let's just take a little break, tell
1: you a little bit about what we do for a living. It's this. It's this exact thing, working with people all over the world, personal brands, businesses, people that are established, people that are just getting started with a great idea. We have heard it all, and we get to help you in the form of what's called a brand audit. It's how we start every working relationship. And if it's something you're interested in, having our attention and eyeballs on your brand, check out philpallinexpert slash therapy for all the details, including a discount. Discounts are good. Well, let's get back to the
2: show. Could you talk a little bit about how that works so we could see if we can find a way to fit it within this like ecosystem?
0: Sure, well... I mean, so th- what it is, is uh, it's based on WordPress and it's the ability to spark up a whole load of websites for all the different v- events that you may have. So there's a lot of event companies around the world that might run, say, two, three, four hundred. Uh, one company runs 900 different events and these are all branded around particular subjects. So there could be science conferences or there could be a big manufacturing event where there's exhibitors, it's more like an expo. So they've got loads of different ranges of, I mean, they have sub brands of their own, you know, one company, uh, Carillion, for example, has 900 events, all different sub brands, all different events going on. And our software is an online. Content management system. It's based off of WordPress, but it gives them the ability to store all of the information about their event, like the schedule, the seminars, all of those sorts of things. If it's a conference, but also to list the exhibitors and the exhibitor products and have people kind of interact with all that. Um, and uh, it also does things like the registration as well. So it's re- really quite a, a highly powered platform. So that's that's what we've been licensing out, I and mean, we tend to bulk license it out to these bigger companies.
2: Okay, great. So. It seems like because there's so much happening there, it would be really difficult to bring that, like actually move it uh, onto like the angled crown site. But I do think that if you visually change that site so that it somewhat resembled angled crown in terms of key colors, not even necessarily the pink, but key colors and even fonts, I think that's super important. It, It could still exist as its own entity, but it would be the connection would be there and you could link to it from the Ingold Crown site as an example of the many things that you have going on. And I think just those few changes would really help with consistency. Even if people don't fully understand the projects that you're doing, if they look similar, people will know that it's coming from the same place. And I think that's, that's an important distinction.
0: Yeah.
2: Phil, so visually other than photography, what do you think the opportunities are? Like if we look at the Trailblazers podcast, for example.
1: Well, I think that you can fold that into the existing colors and branding that you've already got. Even just have a look at the homepage of the website and get some inspiration. Maybe not the pink, but maybe you stick with the yellow. Right now, the Trailblazer podcast uses yellow and a, and like a dark gray um, charcoal. I feel like maybe more the yellow feels right so that it looks like it's part of the family, of the brands that you've birthed. Lee. Well, it is, it is the same um, font as well.
0: So you'll recognize it's actually the same yep. Secura font, but it's a slightly different shade of the yellow. So I could actually just change that quite quickly to the actual yellow. Yeah.
1: yeah. I like the idea of just rocking with that yellow and, and maybe the white. You could use a dark gray, possibly, or you could just use the pink. The, actually, the pink-white and the yellow look incredible together. And so that's kind of something to explore it would be neat to, as part of the, the photography, to understand how can you design something, be it a, a filter or an overlay, that would help keep the styling of those thumbnails consistent. Because I like what you're doing right now to feature the guests on each episode of the podcast, but I wonder, like, could you add you know, a filter over their photo that would make those thumbnails consistent? Yeah regardless of the photos that they send you. So that could be something to explore as part of the photography and the the brand identity kind of evolution here. It's just thinking about all those applications. It's kind of exciting to talk about this because the brand, when you build it from the beginning is phase one. You know generally you're ready for something brand new. You create that system and then you follow it as you've done. But now that you've been out in, in the field working and evolving, now it's kind of like phase two, which means looking at what those applications, the ones you anticipated, but also the ones you may not have anticipated, how those also start to evolve and work together. That's kind of the cool kind of essence of this discussion is like, you know, looking now at all the things that have since developed.
2: Yeah, I think actually, Lee, a good source of inspiration for you visually might be like Richard Branson. Because if you think of like Virgin as an entity, they're just like a mishmash of different endeavors that just all come from his brain. Mm -hmm. But they all have that recognizable red, that visual aesthetic that, you know, you don't even need to see the name and you know it's a Virgin project or business. So I'd like to see something like that for you.
0: Awesome. We can do that. I just need to curl my hair though, don't I? He's got lots of hair and I'm bald.
1: (laughs) No, you don't need to do anything <laughs> other than just take some photos of you, have some fun with it. I'm serious about sourcing these, oh, the, these props. I, mean, the I photo, want glitter, I want stuff. Yellow. Uh,
0: have you seen, You've seen? you seen the podcast artwork, haven't you? We've actually started exploring. We went down to London, me and Larissa, and hung out together for the day and just took pictures of each other. So we've got a whole repertoire. We had a whole load of fun with that. So we've started to experiment with how to integrate imagery into the podcast artwork. And then we want to try and then kind of push out from there and start to integrate imagery everywhere but I hadn't thought of integrating it with the mark which is a cool idea as well so but I am so conscious yeah and I've been saying it to you for a year I know I need to get my photo a game on and uh yes. I think you need to actually probably physically slap me so that I'll actually do it to be honest, so, <laughs> that's not permission to
1: slap me up I'll probably cry. Well, no, I think, <laughs> I, think the time, I think the timing is good for that now because yeah. you've got the branding, you've got that out there, but now yeah. it's time to photograph you. And, and I don't mean iPhone photos around London. I want a photographer in a studio who's done, like even work with like, I don't want to say animation, but I want something like bright and fun and bubbly and almost like youthful. So that it fits with and complements your personality. I want like bright colors, studio shoot. I want you to show up. I don't want you to do any work. I want the photographer to say, Lee, you stand here, you know, bring the props. And then those photos sprinkled in here mm-hmm. will give such a beautiful identity to not only Angled Crown, but also, you know, the podcast and the vlog and all of this from the graphics for your YouTube videos.
2: But but really Lee, I I know you the last time that we had spoken photos had come up i feel like photos are like the elephant in the room um, with all our <laughs> conversations cuz you get nervous <laughs> well, well, especially, but especially the thing the is i want to
0: elevate <laughs> myself above the brand and i'm not even putting pictures of myself in there so it's like this annoying thing isn't it that i know what i'm meant to do and i don't do
2: it <laughs> yeah it's got to happen and and i know like i am not comfortable in front of the camera phil is more comfortable um well, he's but just the gorgeous, thing is though. is that it's annoying gorgeous yeah gorgeous but the thing is, like, to remember is that, like, it's not your job to be a model. Your job is not to look good. Your job is to look like yourself. And that's and that's the photographer's responsibility to really capture you. So, yeah. like, don't, I, I think, I have a feeling that when you finally get your photos taken by a professional photographer after, you'll be like, that was kind of fun. I, and then you'll see the photos and you'll be like, that was totally worth it. Why haven't I done this for years? Awesome.
0: And I need a recommendation on a photographer.
1: We'll give you one. We've got them all over the world Lee, we're very excited about this. I'm excited for you to pull the trigger on this and see how all of this kind of gets sprinkled into what you've already built that looks just fantastic. I love how much you've thrown yourself into these projects to help people discover you. Now it's a matter of just making sure that all of those projects kind of work in unison to just kind of help your business you know and kind of point towards, all of this exciting stuff you have going on. So are you excited, and what are you going to do next?
0: I'm going to book some photo time, and I'm going to start just subtly filtering through some of the colors because that's the quick win that I can do for now, which is filter some of those colors through. So I think photography, top of the list, and then starting to explore the colors and how we can just unite everything through that, like you were saying, that system or that framework uh, of being able to start to connect everything through something Simple, like the colors as the
2: start. Yeah, that sounds great. And one thing um, just to add on to that, that we actually did for a, a client yesterday is like get out a piece of paper or get a whiteboard and like draw out structurally your ecosystem. Put things in verticals, have the umbrella of an angled crown and just like, just like how you'd organize a website, like look at how everything might exist together because I think it'll give you a lot of clarity.
0: Awesome. I'll do that too then.
2: All right.
0: Wonderful. No I have to Google
2: how to do that, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you an example after. <laughs> thank
1: you. Well, you've got a lot on your to do list um, now, thanks to us. Um, so we're going to let you get to it, Lee, but circle back with us. We want to hear how all of this goes. And thank you for hanging out with us for a few minutes this morning. No worries. Thanks for all your advice, guys.
2: Well, I guess it's time for me to say not what I was expecting.
1: Not what you were expecting. It's never what you're expecting.
2: Never, never. But oh, I love Lee. I love his passion. And I think it's it's funny because I see a lot of parallels between Lee and you. You love to start things.
1: Love. Love to start things.
2: Build the Sims house and then let it go.
1: It's true. I never play the actual game.
2: <laughs> yeah, so... Lee, I think, has like a case of chronic imagi- like imagination. And so he's starting all these things, but not necessarily thinking about like how they fit into the puzzle, right?
1: Yes, yes. So we're kind of backtracking a little bit to figure out how they fit into this ecosystem that he's built. But you guys should go to anglecrown.com and check out his brand. As I said in the interview, in full disclosure, we, we built this brand with Lee a few years ago. And I just love how he has stayed on brand. So check that out. And and then as this develops, we're going to see some beautiful photos of Lee from this conversation. So I feel good about that. We want to know what you think about this episode, about photography, about your own personal brand. Any questions you have, hashtag brand therapy. I'm at Phil Palin
2: I'm at the Lauren Moore.
1: You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. We want to continue the conversation. And while you're at it, go to iTunes, leave us a review, subscribe to the podcast. And that helps other people find this podcast. And I hope that it will help them and it will help you. We'll be back for another episode yet again. Until then, good luck with everything. See ya. Thanks for listening. Bye. next week on Brand Therapy. Is there room for girls? Absolutely. I just don't know how to start it or where to go from there.